0: welcome to the fi investors podcast helping you achieve financial independence through real estate investing one episode at a time we talk about personal finance mindset and real estate investing whether you're a rookie or looking to scale your portfolio
1: we're here to provide you with the tactics and actionable steps to achieve your goals here are your hosts diego corso and ward mahoney
0: welcome guys to another episode of the Fi investors i am here with ward and today we welcome you to another fff which is financial freedom fridays what's up ward how are you
1: what's up diego i'm so excited to be here man and talk about jeff hoffman and uh, everything you've learned over the years um how are you doing man uh, yeah man i'm um uh,
0: this is good. I'm very, I'm very happy that we'll be able to share a little bit of the things that I've learned from uh, from Jeff Hoffman. Uh, I've gotten to see him speak multiple times since back in like 2017, I think, which was the first time. Um, but um, and yeah, and what's cool is that every single time I've I've seen him speak speak to kids as well as entrepreneurs in abundance. Mm. And Mm -hmm. it's interesting because like the stories, sometimes the stories change, but the message is the same. Super, super interesting. And um, so, so yeah, I know on this, on this, uh, this episode, we're going to be sharing like five or six of his uh, main highlights of things that I've learned. And this was also one of the things that, uh, that I went over also on the, um, while we were in Puerto Rico. so so that was good what what did you think of the puerto rico fi investors event
1: i thought that experience i thought as a whole it was amazing it's um one of the things that i really enjoy is you see everyone on a zoom call but then when you actually kind of all can come together um you know you really get to know everyone and Mm -hmm. it really turns it from a community feel more to like a family feel um and then also really being able to get vulnerable with everybody um Really makes you feel a lot more connected. And the last thing that I've that it really makes me realize is that um, all ships rise in a rising tide. And as you come together, if you're feeling some type of way, there's a very, you know, there's probably three or four other people in the group feeling that same way. Mm-hmm. And if one person has the, uh, the courage to be vulnerable and, and, and really talk through what they're feeling, everyone can come together and help you solve that problem, and you're not just helping yourself, you're actually gonna help three or four other people in that process. Yes. So I thought it was amazing. Also, shout out that uh, Penthouse was incredible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was amazing. With with some surprises, some were planned, some were not planned, like uh, when the fireworks happened. That That was amazing. That was amazing. But uh, yeah, so for um for the audience here that may not know who Jeff Hoffman is. Jeff Hoffman is one of the co-founders of priceline.com. He is a billionaire and uh, he's done his he's in various industries from technology to creating the patent for the kiosk that's in the um the kiosk that's in the airport. Um, where everybody gets to print their tickets so that they don't have to jump in line. Uh, he, It was his idea, and he has the patent on it, which is crazy.
1: And that's every airline. That's Delta, Southwest, JetBlue. Yes. That's crazy. Yeah,
0: crazy, crazy. So uh, he had incredible stories throughout his journey, and that's one of the things that we're going to be covering today. So I have the notes here, and uh, we'll get started with the first one, and then we'll talk about it. Cool.
1: Awesome, let's jump into it, man.
0: Awesome. So the first lesson that I learned from Jeff Hoffman is you create the floor and the ceiling in your life. Don't let others create that for you. So what does that mean? Um, this can mean, um, if, if we talk about it in a monetary sense, right, a lot of people feel like just because you get a job um you and like they give you a salary that that is where you stay, right? But also it's super important to note that sometimes that floor in the ceiling can be put by your parents because of your money blueprint. It's uh, I like there's a study, um, I don't know where in which book I read, but it's like most of the time, your like the income that you make doesn't surpass sometimes what your parents make Mm. because of the fact that that was the blueprint that you knew and unless they unless they have that mindset of like hey we are doing everything for you so that you can have a better future um sometimes that thermostat let's call it or that ceiling gets put by your parents i remember i remember when uh when i got my 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 job at gm and I told my dad, I was like, dad. So this was back in 2012 when when I got a job offer.
1: 11 years ago. <laughs> 11
0: years ago, dude. And uh, I told my dad, I'm like, dad, I got the job offer. They're going to pay, pay me $60,000 a year. And he was like, this is amazing. That's how much I usually make now, a year. And wow. I was like, holy crap, right? It's sort of like, for him, it's like that, um, quote unquote, he told me he's like this is like why we came here for right where he's making x and then that is my floor it's mm-hmm. crazy like what my dad was making at that time that became my 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 floor and and of course from that it just went up right right but uh, obviously but yeah. <laughs> but yeah what what are your thoughts on that
1: Yeah. So I think one thing that's interesting, yes, it's financial, but I also, um, you know, think it applies in other areas of life, too. For example, your day to day. Mm -hmm. If you're an entrepreneur, um, you know, in that in that floor, per se, maybe working in the business, you know, working through um, certain processes manually, whereas, um, you know, really, when you go out and you systematize. Um, you can be working on the business, and that's going to change a lot of different things. First and foremost, it's going to change your day to day, but also it's going to change your earning potential. And then understanding um, that that floor and ceiling can change, um, you know, is 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 crucial, and that you're not necessarily locked in uh, by a limited mindset.
0: Exactly. Exactly. What's what's really interesting is that sometimes uh, we can. As as he mentioned here, right? Don't let others create that. Sometimes we get influenced by that, and that's why Jim Rohn has a quote it's like, "You are the average of the five people you surround yourself with." Right? So so it's super super important um, to be to to be aware of that. The other one, the tip number two was success. Was like, what is his definition of success? And he says, any human being. Any human being who looks back and loves their life and says, what a ride, and not a life of regret. What a ride. And that for me is like, it's super cool because it makes you look back, right? And uh, and see and say that you've been able to do the things that you wanted to do, do the things that makes you happy, and mm-hmm. giving imp- and, and also putting prioritizing the things that makes you um, live the life of
1: your dreams. Right.
0: Yeah. What are your thoughts on that?
1: Success. Um, it, it's awesome, man, because especially for me personally, I know that I, I you know, I'm, I'm very analytical. I think numbers, um, you know, how much has a business grown or the business grown? How much, um, you know, what am I currently making? What is my goal, et cetera? But instead flipping that on its head and, and really understanding what matters which is the process. Mm-hmm. It's about enjoying the process. Yes. Breaking it down and reminding yourself, um, are you doing something you know that excites you? Where mm-hmm. you wake up every day uh, and you're motivated to get after it. Um, that's what it's all about.
0: Yes, yes. So. And the other thing of like, it's for somebody that loved their life, right? I feel like... Um, a lot, a lot of it has, has to do with you like being true to yourself mm-hmm. and um, and doing the things that like from what he said here, not a life of regret, right? And we, we were at a Go Abundance event and Tom Bilyeu said uh, that, there, that he knows a lot of billionaires that they don't like themselves, right? And like if you don't like yourself and you have all the money, like what the heck does that even, like why, like you- you just have the money, but you don't even want to be in a room by yourself. Right. Um, that's awful. Right. So uh, but that's why he said here success is like somebody who who looks back and love their
1: life. And I think the big thing here, too, is is just the amount of clarity that comes around that, um, because in order to I mean, again, any human being who looks back <clears throat> and loved their life and said, what a ride. Right. So then taking that one step further, what does that mean for you? What does that ride look like? What are mm-hmm. what are your passions? What are your hobbies? What do you really you know? What are the things that you're focusing on to create that ride? Mm-hmm. And then really going all in on those things um, creates that you know creates yeah. that life um, that that you're looking for. Yeah, so.
0: especially because you're the one that decides what that ride means. If you let right. other people's if you let other people decide that on you, or you're doing life just to Please other people to match what they expect from you. Um, I feel that's when you lead a life of regret, right? And we're mm-hmm. we're we're not gonna get into this, but um, there is a book on uh, on like the um, the five things that people re the the most common five things that people regret on their deathbed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have those right now in front of me, but definitely <laughs> is one of those. Um, the next one is my favorite one. It says, don't follow money, follow excellence. Money follows excellence. I want you to talk a little bit about that to hear your perspective. And then I'm going to share mine.
1: Absolutely. So when I think, so don't follow money, follow excellence, money follows excellence. So when I break that down, um, you know, the biggest thing is around that word excellence. When I think of excellence, that's a skill um, that someone has, you know, come pretty close to mastery. You're, you know, when we say excellence, um, the thing that makes you excellent is that you're in that one percentile or the 99th percentile, excuse me. And so it's about understanding who the top players are within that skill set, developing that skill set, going all in on one skill set, de- you know, developing that skill, and then um, understanding how you can apply that mm-hmm. to really, um, you know, to really go all out. And if you're able to become truly excellent at a skill, the money will follow. Mm -hmm. That's how I read that. How do you read that?
0: Yeah. No, I, uh, in a very similar way, um, but I feel too that people, if people put their, the emphasis on the money, I feel like that also creates uh, a cap too, because you're just seeing what that, what that money, like that as the goal. Mm -hmm. but if you follow excellences, you can become, like you said, like part of the 1%, let's say, but if, let's say that you do everything so that the goal is to make $50,000, right? It's like, you're gonna become that person that makes that $50,000, it's like, but are you excellent at it? You Mm -hmm. might not, right? But if you were excellent, maybe you could be making 100,000 or or having that company make five hundred thousand or a million, right? So when you follow excellence, um, number one, I feel like you get more opportunities um, for collaboration, for growth. You are you have a growth mindset rather than just doing it for the money, because at that point you're you are a lot of the stuff that you're doing. You're doing it not for so that you can become a better person. You're doing it for a transaction, mm-hmm. and that's more like short-sighted. Where mm-hmm. with excellence, it's more long-term, and right. surrounding yourself with long-term people is much better than short-term people. Short-term are going to be for the quick transaction. If I give you this, what, 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 what can you give me, right? But if you're becoming the best one at your craft and um, being focusing to be in excellence, if you're son of genius from like the book, the big leap. Um, I feel like you can accomplish so much more. Totally. Yeah. And you can, and following excellence allows you to, I think, reach your true potential Mm -hmm. rather than just the money.
1: Yeah. Totally. Yeah. The other thing, too, uh, you know, going back to Jeff Hoffman and how he started Priceline, he tells this famous story. um, But really, he owes his, or excuse me, what he says is what he owes his success to is the people and the team that he created. Mm-hmm. Right. So kind of looking at it from his perspective, yeah. um, it's about finding the four or five, you know, core people needed, whether that may be a software engineer, someone in marketing, someone in sales, um, you know, a CFO, et cetera. But it's finding those people, finding that true excellence. Mm-hmm. And then again, like you were saying, being. Uh, you know, building or thinking about it from a long term perspective instead of a short term perspective and making sure that everyone is incentivized the right way so you keep them close and you grow together.
0: Yes, yes, 100%. All right, the next one is win your gold medal in one thing before you go to another. Win your gold medal on one thing before you go to another. This one is really good because um, I feel, especially as real estate investors, right? uh we sometimes we take in so much information we listen to so many different podcasts we learn about hey there is uh this like house hacking then there's short-term rentals then there is hey maybe i can do wholesaling too while i'm at it and then while i'm wholesaling why not flip so that i can make more money or whatever right uh and then People begin to have more like the squirrel type of syndrome where they are gonna just do 10% in one and then they have, then they wanna stop that, maybe because they didn't see results fast enough. Yep. Um, yeah. But then because they're not focusing on getting their gold medal in on one thing and like seeing results, seeing massive results in one, mm-hmm. uh, people quit number one, too early. And then number two, they're just getting let's say they may not even even get a bronze medal they might just be Very okay true. right rather than focusing on one thing so that you can get the privilege to then focus in another if you want but i feel like my brother for example he is a great example on, on this yes <laughs> gonzalo corzo um definitely give him a follow on ig real gonzalo corzo so um he for example he's one that said no to so many different things as he was building his wholesale empire right Mm -hmm. his wholesale business um him starting out uh learning from a mentor with ingo abundance quitting college and everything and then in twenty seventeen starting Cash Geeks. Right. He said no to so many different opportunities of like, dude Gonzalo, if you're wholesaling, because he's done over a thousand deals now. Wow. And he's twenty seven. Twenty seven. <laughs> yeah. So he's killing it. Um so with him as in him building what he's been able to build, um, he said no to, for example, starting a uh, a title company because he has so many, he's doing so many different transactions. He said no to flipping properties and for a while even to buying rentals, right? Mm-hmm. Because he just wanted to make wholesaling his craft, like his one thing and become one of the best one. Add added to the point that he has, uh, that he grew the company to be one of the number, like the number one wholesaler in Jacksonville and also all of florida so um so the main thing here is um doing the like choosing your gold medal and saying no to others and that is the hardest thing the hardest thing where you're you might be on some calls right on zoom calls and one day you learn about short-term rentals and the next day you learn about investing out of state, doing the regular thing, and then maybe you learn about a new market, right? So let's say you wanna do something in the Smokies, and then you're like, I see some people doing something in Gulf Shores, so let me do it in Gulf Shores instead. Um, so so yeah, I highly recommend that you put all of your effort in one thing, make that, win your gold medal, and get the privilege to get into other strategies later.
1: Right, and Hermosi says too, um, you can make money in a lot of different markets, doing a lot of different things, but you can only make a lot of money in one. Mm -hmm. So master it, get it down, and then move to the next. Um, Kind of another element, I know this is a little bit of a tangent, so we shouldn't go there for too long. But for example, like seeing Gonzalo has been so fascinating because seeing what he's looking to do now um, is stacking upon the mastery of his previous endeavor. so seeing how, you know, if you are able to master something, the doors of opportunity open at an incredibly high level, which then you can use to step into just an entirely new arena. Um, yes. so do not get shiny object syndrome. Go yes. all in and go a mile deep.
0: Yes. No, that's 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 really good because that comes from the that comes from that's like a side effect, I guess. Or that is one of the results that you get without thinking that those are going to be the results. Right, but imagine like, as you become one of the largest wholesalers, right, Um, you get introduced to different people that maybe you wouldn't have been introduced to before. Right, because when you're in those rooms, you're like, oh man, you have to talk to your boy Gonzalo here, you have to do this, you have to do that, right? And it's not just because of the size of his business, that doesn't really matter as much, but it's, at the end of the day, it's like who he has become, the skills that he's been able to get. Right. In that process the skill acquisition the skill acquisition on mm-hmm. not just being that like that um, that wholesaler that's focusing on like just one transaction, but it's not right. how he's been able to build a whole system around him and winning, as you said the gold medal.
1: Right. And it's, 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 that's so interesting, right? Because it's the skill acquisition that then leads to new opportunities and those new opportunities, the gateway for those new opportunities are relationships, Yes, but it's the skill acquisition that opens up those new relationships because now they are seeking you to help with whatever project they're working on.
0: Exactly.
1: Yes. That is really, really, really good.
0: All right. And then the next one is you may be successful, but will you matter? Ooh, Yes. That one uh that one is really good because it goes it goes on a little bit of like the the matter part for me is like what type of thing are you living in the world? And you understand that maybe later, right? Like and Alex Ramosi says about this too, is like, hey, in like in five <laughs> years, not many people are gonna remember you other than like your close friend. Like you're not gonna be in as much conversations, right? And there's like right. Yeah, at the end of the day, right? So, but you can leave a legacy on other people um, and people remember like how you make them feel, right? But one one of the things of like, of uh, they may not have to, for example, remember me like who Diego Corzo was, but I know that I gave people that opportunity to change the legacy, right? right. So for example, when I help a DACA recipient, be the first one in their family to buy a home Yeah, is like I know that the, and then later he teach and like they not only buy a home but then they house hack for example or then right. then they teach their cousin how to do this too is like dude you're changing like a legacy not just and my name doesn't have to be on that but I know that I did
1: my little part yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the, what's so good the other thing I want to throw in there too is just the ripple effect um, yes it, it, one thing that I've noticed just working with you Diego is that as you go to help one person, that person will go and, and implement whatever you're teaching, right If they're, mm-hmm. action, if they're an action taker. Yes. and then if they are an action taker, other people within their circle are going to that look up to them are going to be influenced by what you've taught them through their actions. Yes. And then next thing you know, maybe it may take six months, it may take two years, but someone's cousin, brother, friend may be asking, "Hey, I, I see your friend, or excuse me, I see you doing this." Mm-hmm. Uh, how can I do the same? And so now, instead of just helping one person, you're indirectly helping two, three, four, five. And obviously that's a compounding effect. Exactly. And I see that every day working with you, so. Yes,
0: one of those examples uh, it, uh, from the community with FI investors, uh, it is uh, Pedro Echevarria. Uh, he has 16 doors now as, wow. a, uh, as a house hacker. And he sent me a message and he said, hey, now I have 16 doors. Um, but just know that this is me, but now my family, like his parents are buying homes, his cousins are buying homes and stuff of like that. And it was because of the stuff that, that through the mastermind that what he's learned, he passes on and which is just exactly what you said. Um, but this is like a living example of it and, uh, and it's changing the legacy of like their whole family, right? Yeah. Because now they get to build wealth. Rather than just working the day to day and then spending their money, um, now they get to build something here in America. And that is freaking awesome.
1: Yeah. Also, to, just to, to, to add something to that, notice how, you know, that goal, your goal wasn't to solve, you know, wasn't to cure world hunger or anything, you know, super <laughs> grandiose or massive. Yes. It was just, I want to help one other person, that person was, was Pedro, um, learn the foundation and just the skill set to go out and acquire a home you helped the one person. Mm-hmm. He would reach out, obviously through five calls and everything else. Um, you mentored him through that process, but eventually he, you know, was able to go through and continue acquiring and grow his portfolio solo. Yes. So you planted that seed that grew and then that that seed has grown now to other people in his family,
0: which is awesome. Which is awesome. And we'll end with the last one here. You grow into the conversations that you are around you grow into the conversations that you are around. That one is really, really, really important for me because it definitely highlights um, the importance of surrounding yourself with like-minded people Mm -hmm. by knowing that your conversations can create the standards of your life, Right. right? And it's super, super important to know how your conversations are influencing you, whether you know it or not. right? Right. Those conversations can also change the energy of how you feel after you leave a room. So if you go into a happy hour, right? Mm -hmm. And you're hanging out with three or five people that they complain about their boss, that they complain about their job, that they complain that they don't have time to do the things that they want to do in life, but then then their conversations is talking about their favorite show on Netflix, right? It's like, with you're surrounding yourself with complainers, you're going to leave that happy hour and you'll be like, holy crap, like I feel drained, right? right. Uh, compare if you are going to a happy hour, let's say, and you're surrounding and those and there's three or five people there that are talking about how they're achieving your, their goals or how this week was great for for them, for their business or for their job and, uh, and things that they're learning, how they're growing. Um, you will leave with, a much different energy that's going to help you want to pursue that too right yes so your standards in life are super super important and tony robbins has a quote that uh he says your life is in the your the level of your life is in direct proportion with the quality of the conversations that you have
1: boom i love that
0: and um so so yeah it's uh those conversations are the things that are going to help you get your get your life to the next level if you are surrounding yourself with the conversations of those people. The last thing that I would say there is me being part of Go Abundance, for example, being part of those conversations is what helped me become a millionaire faster than if I didn't have those types of conversations. And with FI Investors too, it's like we're creating that environment where those conversations can happen so that we also are creating millionaires, so that we are creating people that achieve financial independence. And that is what's all about, is putting yourself in an environment where those conversations can happen.
1: I love that, I love that. And again, that's, you know, a lot of that is uh, it's hard. You know, you have to ask yourself, hey, you know, am I around or excuse me, am I having conversations that make me feel comfortable? You know, are these the same conversations that I'm having? Are you really being pushed? Are you sitting in a conversation and saying, oh, my gosh, I have no, for example, I have no idea if someone's talking about multifamily syndication. I have no idea what IRR means, Mm -hmm. internal return of internal rate of return. Um you know, are you kind? Of, are you are you constantly challenging yourself? Are the terminologies, the concepts, and everything pushing um, your status quo? And if the answer is no, I highly suggest that you know something that's super high on your priority list is going out and finding those people to have those conversations where you are more of a fly on the wall because eventually. Mm-hmm. You will not be a fly on the wall, and you'll be a major uh, contributor to those conversations, and that, that feels amazing.
0: Yes, that is true, and that is awesome. That's awesome. Well, Ward, that is all we have for today. It, it, it I, I think we, um, I think that was amazing. Lots of lessons learned from Jeff Hoffman, billionaire, and um, yeah, guys. So make sure that you guys take in all of these lessons taken part of these conversations and uh, if you can take one or two things to apply it into your life that will be amazing and um, word hope that you have a great day and thank you for joining me on another financial freedom friday
1: thank you diego brother let's get it. Thank you for listening to the fi investors podcast make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and share this with a fellow real estate investor who you think would find value in what
0: we do until next time